Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and anywhere on the planet at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, Nathan Glantz and Jack Harris have birthday salutes. In other segments, we'll hear some songs about kitties, fall down the well, and try to answer the question, what's that got to do with the price of cotton? Last week, August 29th, marked the birth in New York City in 1901 of bandleader Jack Harris. In the mid-1920s, he was playing violin in Ross Gorman's orchestra for Earl Carroll's Vanities on Broadway. In 1927, he was invited to lead the band at the fashionable and exclusive Embassy Club in London, but he wound up staying in England until 1940. His appearance at the Embassy Club, whose patrons included the Duke of Wales, led to private engagements for London's moneyed elite. Because of restrictions imposed by the Embassy, Jack's first recordings were made under a number of pseudonyms, including Jeff Selby and his boys, Tunney's Floridians, and the Argosy Dance Band. During his time in England, Jack appeared at the Grosvenor House, the Monsignor Restaurant, the Café de Paris, Casino de Paris, London Casino, the El Morocco Club, and the Locarno Ballroom. In 1937, Jack and Bert Ambrose formed a partnership and, after extensive renovation, reopened Ciro's Club, but the partnership was short-lived, and due to a lawsuit by a former employee, Ciro's was forced to close in 1939. In April of 1940, Jack returned to the U.S. for a short visit, but was unable to go back to England because of the war. So he formed a new American band at La Conga, the same nightclub at 51st and Broadway, which he opened in 1929, and yes, the same La Conga which popularized the conga line. Jack appeared at other New York venues, including the Biltmore, until his death on January 10, 1976. Here are three from Jack Harris. <laughs> Thank you. 
best he can, what do I care, my love? I'm walking between the Till the dawn, youth and future gone, love will pass you by unheeding. Like a soul on fire to the highest fire, cast off when they tire tomorrow. Friends may come, but they'll go, leaving handsome gigolo, a heart that breaks with sorrow.
baby, all day long, sings nothing but this song. Yummy, yum, 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 yummy, yum, 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 yum. Soon as we start to croon, my baby starts to croon. Yummy, yum, 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 yummy, yum, 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 yum. For the night when we were all alone, she sat up on my knee. I wanted her to be my own. She clung so tight to me. So I asked her if she'd wed. All that my baby said was yummy, yum, 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 yummy, yum, 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 yum. You heard Harry Tilsley's novelty, Airman, Airman, on last week's show. And you just heard another, Yummy Yum Yum, with Eddie Grossbart taking the vocal honors on Metropole 1038, June 20th, 1928. Before that, an unissued recording by Decca on May 7th, 1930 of Handsome Gigolo. The vocalist is unidentified, but Handsome Gigolo was written by Clay Keys and Leonello Casucci. We started off with one of Jack Harris's pseudonyms, Al George's Red Pepper Band, and I'm Walking Between the Raindrops. Eddie Pola, Eddie Brandt, and one other sang the Billy Rose lyrics to Fred Fisher's tune. Metropole 1107 was recorded October 4th, 1928. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. On last week's show, we had a set of rapidly rotating records about pussycats. Well, this week, here's a set of songs about kitties.
you thought, because last week's segment was about pussycats, that this week's would be about kitty cats. Kitties, yes. Kitty cats, no. Songs about ladies named Kitty. And we started with one named Kitty Kelly. Kosher Kitty Kelly, that is. I was going to play it last week, but ran out of time. That was The Troubadours, directed by Hugo Fry. On September 18, 1925, they recorded four takes with Hugo Fry at the piano, but apparently he couldn't lead the band and play piano at the same time well enough to satisfy the session director because they were all rejected. The band came back a couple of months later on November 20th and tried it three more times with someone else at the keyboard, I don't know who, and settled on take five. Kosher Kitty Kelly was written by Leon DaCosta and is from the 1925 three-act musical and 1926 motion picture of the same name. They take place at Kitty Kelly's home on Hester Street in New York City and at Ginsburg's Kosher Delicatessen, hence Kosher Kitty Kelly. Kitty Kelly was followed by Kitty, written by Walter Scanlon. That was Bob Herring and his orchestra, credited as the Cameo Dance Orchestra, on Cameo 451, realized December 3rd, 1923. We finished up with Kansas City Kitty, written by Edgar Leslie and Walter Donaldson, not to be confused with Kitty from Kansas City, written by Harry Rose and Jesse Greer. Kansas City Kitty was sung by Edith Evans, being heard on the show for the first time, but not the last. It's a ways off, but Edith will get a birthday segment next June. I heard the announcement too late to include this segment on last week's show, but television game show host Bob Barker died August 26th, a few months short of his 100th birthday. I admired his stance on animal rights and efforts to promote spaying and neutering of pets. He stepped down as host of the Miss USA pageant when the producers refused to remove furs as prizes. And he put his money where his mouth was, giving millions of dollars to animal rescue and anti-whaling efforts. He's probably best known, however, as host of the television game show The Price is Right for 35 years, from 1972 until 2007. The Price is Right is the longest-running game show in the U.S. and first aired in 1956 with Bill Cullen as host. But I'm going to host our own little version of The Price is Right, featuring these rapidly rotating records about prices. Every morning, late at night, just an honest old farmer trying to make my living right. I don't want to rob, I don't want to steal. They cut my cotton, that's the way I feel. Been plowing so much, got dirty in my shoes. Guess I'll just die with a price of cotton blues. All summer since early last spring Free is plenty cotton but I ain't got a thing 
All you farmers with your heads hung low, just cotton poppers ain't got no dough. Been flying so much, I got dirty in my shoes. Guess I'll just die with a price of cotton blues. I guess I'll go to bootlegging, brother. I can't raise cotton. Can't get nothing far when you raise From the banks no more Cause the price of cotton done gone too low Cotton done gone to seven cents a pound Get me a club and run a jackrabbit down Get me a club and run a jackrabbit down Now there's President Wilson He said, make me President of the United States And I'll reduce the high cost of living The cost of eggs, of butter The cost of eggs Egg! Why, gosh darn it, he hasn't got any more influence with a hen than I have. He can pass all the laws Congress will let him pass, and that hen won't pay any attention to it. I know, for I have the best set of rules and regulations for hens to go by, nailed in my hen house, and not a gosh darn hen will look at it. I have even called hens aside and spoken to them privately, so as not to embarrass them in front of the other hens and tried to point out their duty as an egg-laying proposition and all I got was cluck, cluck. And when that hen is laying but one egg a month, the price of eggs are going up. I don't care what anyone says. The price of eggs are going up. And when that hen is laying a dozen eggs a day, which is going some for any bullet, the price of eggs are going down. And you ask me why. You ask me why. Well, I'll tell you why. Because eggs become unfriendly after a while, and there is nothing so disturbing to the family circle as a suspected egg. Do not be deceived by these promise all politicians. Vote often and early for me. Boys, I'm in a frightful predicament. Ring is perplexed. Can't you do something for him? Well, here's the situation. You know, I wrote a tune full of rhythm. How's the melody? Say the melody is okay. Bing, tell me, is everything all set? No, there's something lacking yet. So I guess I'll have to see you later. Later. Can't think of words that really fit this song. So I bo, 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 about love, love. If I could think of words, no doubt they would be wrong. I might find a rhyme if I only had the time. I could use moon and moon, true and blue, but the words that would never do. But why rack my brain? As long as I have got this brain, I'll bump, 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 bump,
I'm still stuck for words. I have this beautiful melody in no lyrics. Can't you suggest something? Oh, do, 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 do. That's about the only thing I could suggest, Mick. Well, that's of no value. Al, what would you do in this predicament? Can't you give me some assistance? Here's what I'd do. Now I might find a rhyme If I only had the time Well, I could take honey and money Ouch. I could use Rome and home Oh, never. How about a way and day? That's a good rhyme. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll have to take Sammy to his Kentucky man. No kidding, Mo. That's very sad. I guess you're right. Those words would never do. Ow, but why crack my brain? As long as I have got this train, I'll boom, boom, boom about love, love. What price lyrics? Bing Crosby and Whiteman's Original Rhythm Boys with What Price Lyrics, written by Bing, Harry Barris, and Maddie Melnick. That's from Victor 24349-A, Take 1, from March 1, 1928, recorded in Liederkranz Hall. An earlier issue on the B-side of Victor 21302 of Take 1 from that same March 1st session credited Paul Whiteman's Rhythm Boys, leaving Bing's name out. Both labels described the record as vocal trio with viola, ukulele, and piano, with Barris on uke and piano, and Malnek on viola. Before that, stage personality and actor Raymond Hitchcock with his monologue, The High Cost of Living. That's from 12-inch Victor 55046-B. Hitchcock made two attempts on July 21st, but both were rejected. So he took a break and came back on July 30th and got it right on take four. That's actually only about the last third or so of the record. The first part is titled The Burglar Story. I didn't have time to play the entire side, so you'll be hearing The Burglar Story in a Raymond Hitchcock segment next month. We started the set with the Allen Brothers, Lee and Austin, and Price of Cotton Blues, written by Austin Allen, who played tenor banjo and sang. Brother Lee played kazoo and guitar on Victor 23507, made in Memphis, Tennessee, on November 22, 1930. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available on demand anytime at all online at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. A common idiom in the popular culture is based in the television series Lassie, wherein someone deduces from Lassie's barking 
that Timmy has fallen down a well. But the fact is, in not one of the 571 episodes of the show from 1954 to 1973 does Timmy, or even Lassie's previous owner, Jeff, fall down a well. However, in a two-part episode in Season 17, Lassie herself is trapped in a well. Of course, she was safely rescued. And here's the Manhattan Ladies Quartet to tell us about naughty Tommy Green, who put his own pussy in the well. guy who'd kill a guy for a quarter and he did lots of other things he really had an order 
But all the kiddies loved this man, this mighty man of gore, because he knew his nursery rhymes, a million rhymes or more. And if you ask the kiddies, I am sure they would attest that here's the rhyme that Two-Gun Pete could tell the very best. I woke up this morning with a feeling of despair. I looked for my pussy, but my pussy wasn't there. Well, 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 his cat fell in the well. Oh, pussy, 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 poor kitty, 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 his cat fell in the well. I got out a ladder, climbed down to my pet. I saw in a jiffy that my puss was soaking wet. Well, 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 his cat fell in the well. That dog on hold by the pump, was she pushed? Did she jump? There never was a kitty half as pretty as my pussy that fell in the well. Never was a pussy that could quite compare to her. Pretty as a picture with her long and silken fur. Well, well, well. When that fatal day arrives, still I thought my pussy had at least a dozen lives. Well, 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 this cat fell in the well. Oh, pussy, 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 poor kitty, 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 this cat fell in the well. That dog on hold by the pump, was she pushed? Did she jump? There never was a kitty half as pretty as my pussy that fell in the well. Pussy that you wouldn't trade or sell. Never let her wander, or she might fall in the well. Well, 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 this cat fell in the well. Oh, pussy, 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 poor kitty, 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 this cat fell in the well. I did not mean 
and we pass them by. But you never miss the water, baby, until your well runs dry. The Savoy Sultans were formed by saxophonist Al Cooper and opened at the Savoy Ballroom on Lenox Avenue in Harlem on Labor Day 1937. They recorded 24 sides in six sessions for Decca between 1938 and 1941 and continued to perform until 1946. We just heard You Never Miss the Water Till the Well Runs Dry from Decca 7502, recorded August 19, 1936. The vocalist was Helen Proctor. Before that, Eddie DeLang and his orchestra with Eddie taking the vocal on My Cat Fell in the Well from Bluebird B-10443, take two from September 21st, 1939. Dick Robertson and Billy Mull wrote the lyrics and Terry Shand the music. The stereotypical image of the barbershop quartet is of four men in vests, straw hats, bow ties, and sleeve garters, but from the 1890s to the 1920s, of the hundreds of professional close-harmony vocal quartets in existence, a large percentage were all female. And we started off with one of them, the Manhattan Ladies Quartet, with Pussies in the Well, written by George B. Nevin. The Manhattan Ladies Quartet was formed before 1908 and gave concerts all over the Northeast into at least the 1930s. At the time of this recording, made in January of 1912 and issued on Edison Blue Amberall Cylinder 1905, Irene Cummings was first soprano, Mabel Mead Davis second soprano, Annie Laurie McCorkle was first alto, and Anna Wincop second alto. Rapidly Rotating Records request line is now open. In addition to cards or letters, email or posts to our Facebook page or website, you can also now call to make requests for a particular song, artist, or segment topic, leave feedback about the show, ask questions or comment on the music, 
or just to say hi to let me know you're out there listening. The number is easy to remember. It's 1-234-PLAY-78s. That's 1-234-PLAY-78s. Or for the alphabetically challenged, 1-234-752-9787. It's available 24-7, but right before, during, and just after the Sunday night broadcast on KISL, I'll do my best to personally answer your call. That's 1-234-PLAY-78s. We're a couple of weeks late, but I didn't want to wait a year for this segment. August 20th marked the birth in 1878 in Russia of saxophonist and bandleader Nathan Glantz. He immigrated to the U.S. in 1904, followed in 1905 by his wife Rebecca and daughter Dora, settling in Brooklyn. The couple had three more daughters and two sons in the U.S., He made his first recordings in December of 1916 with Fred Van Epps and Wilbur Sweatman, and also worked with Ben Selvin, Sam Lannan, Joseph Samuels, and others. Glantz led his own orchestra from 1921 to 1931, both under his own name and pseudonyms, including the Manhattan Dance Makers. He died in Brooklyn on August 6, 1937, and is buried at Mount Hebron Cemetery in Flushing, New York. Here are three from Nathan Glantz.
Thank you.
Quintessential 20s tune, Yes Sir, That's My Baby, written by Gus Kahn and Walter Donaldson. That's from the Everybody's 78, catalog number 1058 from 1925. Recordings on the Everybody's label, without an apostrophe, were originally pressed by the Bridgeport Die and Machine Company for Everybody's Record Incorporated of New York from Paramount Masters. Later issues were sourced from Emerson and duplicated material on Grey Gull and other related labels. The company was in existence only from 1924 to 1925. Before that, Nathan Glantz and his orchestra credited on the label of Oriole 256 as the Baltimore Society Syncopators with San, written by Lindsay McPhail and Walter Michaels. That was recorded around August of 1924. We started with OK4552, crediting Glantz and his orchestra with Mammy Lou, written by Harry Von Tilzer. That was recorded October 2nd, 1922. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I wish you a very happy and meaningful Labor Day holiday tomorrow, and that you'll click in or tune in again next week. And as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) 